there. This is Lee with Coda Country, and today we are joined by a new Nashville friend of ours. This is Mr. Michael Warren. How are you doing today? Hey, what's going on, Lee? How are you? I'm doing great. <gasps> great. It's so good to hear, and I'm I'm so thankful that we finally connected on social media and got in touch through Instagram. Um, tell the people out there how to find you on Instagram if they haven't found you already. Uh, so, I mean, the Insta, I'm mostly active on there and it's uh, Michael Warren official W A R R E N. Um, cool. same thing on Facebook and all that other good stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of most active on Instagram. If that's where want, people want to come chat along with me. Mm -hmm. See what's awesome. going on. Yeah. Good place to follow you. All right. So we'll get right into the interview today and just do a little, little chit chat just to know a little bit more about you. Um, I guess the first question that everybody wants to know is what got you started in this crazy career path that you're going on? Um, tell me how you got started in music and tell me what made you want to give music a try. So we'll definitely need more than 30 minutes for that question. But, <laughs> um, so no, I, I mean, long story short and what I can, I mean, I grew up, uh, so I, I'm originally from Washington state and we just, uh, moved out the area just this summer. Um, and, uh, and just in the process, almost done with, uh, just retiring from being, a, I've been a police officer for the last 16 years and, um, just retiring out Thank of that. Thank you for that, I, by the way. I yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate it. Um, but you know, growing up, I did the, all the choirs and the, you know, the, but in school and in the, you know, in the, in the worship team at church all growing up and just, so that kind of had to spark the, the flame of singing in my life. I didn't, I didn't really do anything instrument wise. It was just all the vocalizers for a long time. Um, so I always had an interest in singing and, uh, like all kinds of styles, especially growing up in the Northwest, you kind of had a mix of everything. Oh, yeah. It wasn't very mm -hmm. one genre specific. You just like, it was truly a melting pot of music, um, in that kind of greater Seattle area. But, um, so I really, I really liked everything. I was very eclectic with music and styles, but, um, you know, I started, uh, it was really my, uh, in-laws when I first, uh, got married with, uh, to my wife, like, you know, her family was very musical and I kind of, I had like, you know, kind of, I don't want to say just, I was away from music for a little while. And then when I got married and, uh, to her, like, you know, kind of got roped back into the music thing. Cause her whole family was very musical. Like, you know, she plays drums, her, uh, her father, he's, you know, a singer, guitar player, all that good stuff. And just, so they had their whole like living room or garage converted kind of like a little just music area. They always had amps and speakers and guitars always plugged in and mics and we would just jam out and then one thing led to another from just the family jamming to then having like little house parties where everyone would come over and we just have like our own little concerts and and then it kind of just branched off to where he would just uh you know he was a salesman by trade but he would go out and find um you know he's like he'd call me up and be like hey i got uh this little cafe or bar or whatever over here then we, we got a gig and but his version of the gig was these guys are going to let us play in the corner for you know for a meal ticket, you know, some, some beers and, and, and a, and a burger. Yeah. So, but we were having fun with it. So I'd load up, you know, some guitars and a bit, a simple drum kit in the truck. And then my wife and I would meet him out wherever we're at. We'd play for a couple hours of just jamming. Um, that led into, That's awesome, yeah, it was, it was a great time, but that would end, led into, um, one of my buddies at patrol on when we were working night shift one night, uh, we were just chatting and he was, he, he was a drummer as well. And he knew I sang and uh, picked a little guitar, like just enough to get in trouble. Um, <laughs> then he was like, he just kind of looked at me very serious and was like, Hey, we need to start a band. And I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, what, you know, whatever. And he's like, no, seriously, we need to start a band. <laughs> and I kind of sat with that for a minute and I was like, it kind of took interest and it kind of grew and grew. And then I, I hit up another buddy uh, from the worship team I was on who plays killer guitar. And I was like, Hey, just throwing this out there. Would you, would you be interested in, you know, in, in a text? And he was like, Hey, we're thinking about starting this 
kind of country cover band you in? He just all caps. Yes, I'm, I'm down. And so that kind of kicked things off. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny at the time, like we had sold our house cause we were looking to buy property to build. And so, but in that transition period, we bought like a fifth wheel trailer mm-hmm. that my wife and I were living in. It was like a toy hauler. And our first like band, you know, rehearsal was in the back of this toy hauler trailer thing. So it was, it was pretty cool. It was just a way to kick things off, but we, uh, we gigged around and, um, you know, my father-in-law joined the band and we kind of did that country cover band thing for several years in that kind of greater Northwest area. And just, um, really kind of got the, the bug for, and kind of cut the teeth doing the, the bar gigs and the cover bit gigs. And, you know, many nights doing the eight to one in the mornings of just like four or five hours of just song after song and just really kind of just oh, yeah. having a great time with it. But, you know, yeah, that gets, it wears on you when you're already working full time. We had little kids and stuff like that, but I started getting into my, my own songwriting and, uh, both from just the different things I experienced and just was going through and just, it was a good, uh, avenue for me. And then I just really got the bug to want to start doing my own stuff. And, and then the timing of it was pretty, you know, I'd say kind of, you know, good as far as that transition was when COVID mm-hmm. hit because especially out where we were at like I, every place closed down for live music and no one was getting together no one was playing so you know we started doing the like everybody else doing the onlines and the, the lives and just really just spent a lot more time writing my own stuff and I kind of just really cemented that I want to start doing my own stuff and uh, it's not that I don't like singing other people's songs because I still do it but it just mm-hmm. it just hits different when you're writing your own stuff and then eventually when st- when people are starting to you know sing them back so, you know, and we always knew that, you know, it was the goal to move out and to, you know, to the Nashville area and just, um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really in the cards for a long time, but, you know, one thing led to another with, with work stuff and just my life trajectory, if you will, that, um, made it so the, the path was clearly shown that the, my time in police work was starting to wrap up and, but and those doors were kind of shutting, but everything related to music was opening. And then my wife was like, well, then why are we fighting this? Let's just, let's just move. And wow. so we kind of just did a lot of praying, a lot of sitting on that and just seeing if that's where God was leading us. And it ended up everything, all the chips were falling in place and we sold everything and we headed out eastbound to, to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we, we just started, just landed just outside of town and just, uh, it's been, it's been a crazy journey. Good. And I feel like that's, that's definitely what it's all about in the end is just you enjoying life. And, and it sounds like your, your partner is very supportive. So yay, kudos to a supportive wife. That's huge. Um, and, and well, and you said that she's a drummer. That's so cool that she's also musical. And I know that you just talked about your child and your baby with me before we started. And so I'm sure that musical talent will definitely just influence that baby too. All of our, we got got three kids, all of our kids, all all, all of our kids got guitars for Christmas and they're just there. My, my little dot, my six-year-old daughter, she's actually gets up and, um, she sings with me on stage every now and again. She comes up and, uh, once she, once she realized that people tip you when you sing, like she jumped, like she jumps up. Like we got some videos every now and then. Like I think on, I think on my page there's one, but she, her favorite song is Do Lord. It's just an old gospel hymn and we'll jump up and mm-hmm. I'll strum along and do harmonies with her. And she just gears, tears into it and she'll just, it's, it's a riot. And I was like, So, but 
how precious. It's, it's, yes. it's another level, but yeah. You, but you can't replace you can't so replace funny. those memories though. That's so true. Oh my gosh, very very true. Well, and then maybe one day your daughter or one of your other babies may surprise you and start songwriting themselves. You never know. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, and we also were talking about um, getting involved with songwriting rounds and stuff like that mm. just then. Um, tell me about something that you're working on right now, either a project that you're about to release or a song that you're working on that you're really proud of. Tell me what you have going on. So, I mean, that's actually a good topic for me right now is it's really, I'm, there's a lot of songs that I want to cut. Like right now I'm working, I'm in the process of working with um, an awesome producer out in Nashville, um, Saxman Studios. Um, we're, we're trying to just, pen, uh, lock down to pencil in some dates, hopefully middle, middle or end of March and probably, probably going to be cutting it, I, probably two, at least maybe three songs. Um, we're just still kind of narrowing down. Like, you know, we're going to, we're going to kind of pick eight to 10 songs and kind of whittle those down to like three or four, um, with the goal being to record those in that one, you know, couple days time and then slowly release, you know, do like a, a release schedule through the spring and summertime. Um, so it's still kind of on, on the, on the burner of what songs we're going to do. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think there's, you know, I, I'd love to cut them all right now, but at the same time, I mean, as an independent, that's also an expensive task. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah. you got to kind of cut a couple and put it out there and try to you know, just be gigging and try to, you know, you know, build up that, uh, that stash again to start recording a few more and just kind of just as the cash and stuff comes in, you know, cause you know, I'm, I'm not going to take, you know, food out of my baby's mouth to try to chase this. I, 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 you know, I can't afford to do that. I got to, you know, I, I still got to provide and be responsible without just trying to say, well, it's, this is my dream. I got to do it. It's like, no, I, I'm, I, you know, I've seen enough life where I can, I can have a little more patience than that. And you know, like I said, I mean, mm -hmm. have, have the trust and faith that this is the right path. And it's a, you know, the saying it's a 10 year town, not a 10 month town. So I got to take my strides and I got a lot of learning still to do, but I'm loving every minute of it. That's right. That's awesome. Do you have like a collaboration team that you work with whenever you write or is it mainly just you or so, how does that so work? Far, you work? So with a far lot of I've done all solo writes. Um, wow. but, um, I, we actually just finished, I did, I just did a, a co-write the other day with, um, some friends and it, uh, I, you know, I think it turned out pretty cool. So we're, um, I'm going to probably pitch that out to some, uh, publishers hopefully in the next couple of weeks and just at probably one of those NSAI nights and just, We'll see mm -hmm. if anyone, hopefully anyone bites or at least gets interested. So I definitely am interested the more of the co-writing. That's definitely, you know, um, a big thing out here is just yeah. everyone kind of leaning on each other's strengths. I think just for me, it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's just making that those networks and make, you know, meeting those folks that you jive with and that are, you know, because really it's up here. It's all about, you know, it's, are you a good hang? Are you a good person? Are you genuine? And once you kind of mm -hmm. find those folks, you know, just, you know, you just kind of stick with it and roll and just see what, you know what hopefully the best song wins and writes makes some makes some great music so yeah definitely and i'm sure that it really matters on on who you work with as yeah. as a collaborator and a creator cuz you know sometimes you just really have to rely on like you said finding those strengths that yeah. that work well together um well okay so and you were talking about live shows bar shows gigs here and there tell me what's your favorite thing about live shows well, I think you just you can't <laughs> replace the energy and just like, I mean, I, I truly think that there's, you know, just there's something very emotional and even spiritual about music in general and how it's designed and why it affects us in such incredible ways, both in positive ways and in, you know, you know, sorrow. And it's just, but it's, 
it evokes stuff out of you like you know like nothing really else and i think on the net you can and you can get it something similar if you're just jamming through you know your headphones or your stereo but i think there's just something about that you know where you know that collective together also kind of experiencing those same emotions and feelings together it's it's just it's special especially if you're doing you know originals and like you know songs that are you know I always kind of joke when I try to articulate to folks what it's like being a songwriter. And it's like, I, I kind of, the way I always kind of go back to it, it's, it's like trying to show the world your baby and just praying they don't say it's ugly. It's like, because it's something that's so, usually so special and dear to your heart to you. And you're just, you're, you're about to just expose it to the, the slings and arrows of the world. And, um, you know, it's, it's, That's it's so scary. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> cause we've all seen an ugly baby. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. you know, you, we've all seen <laughs> you saying no, and, but, I, but you say, well, I'm sure it's going to have a great personality. Right. But, uh, oh, what a precious but, oh, thing. Yes, yes, yes exactly. <laughs> seriously. said, Oh, bless their, bless oh, their heart. Um, yes. Yes. But it's, <laughs> it's something where, especially if it's, you know, something you're going through or something you experienced uh, that, you know, you may not know anyone in the crowd, but someone in there has probably been through those, that, those same shoes and can relate to, and that might help them in that moment. So it's, it's a special thing. It's, and it, it really can change lives in a very direct way and more efficiently than a lot of other things. So I think that live experience is pretty dang special. What do you think, um, what's your favorite show that you've played so far or maybe like a, a favorite venue or anything like that? So, so far, um, I would actually say it's, it was not too long ago. Um, just because it kind of really solidified, you know, some of that, um, confidence that I was making the right, going the right direction was like, I had the opportunity. There's a cool club, um, back in Washington and called Steel Creek. Um, it's in Tacoma. It's a cool, cool spot, you know, really, really cool country vibe. It's, you know, it's like a five, 600 cap room, but it, pretty cool, but super cool. Um, but I got asked to, um, I'm sure you're familiar with Jamison Rogers. Um, oh, so yeah. I got the opportunity to open for him there when he was touring through town. And it was a real special moment for me. Cause you know, it's, I don't know, in a way it was kind of like, Oh, you know, this is like, you know, the real, a real deal, you know, there's real national touring artists out here. I'm going to go open for them in front of a sold out crowd. But what made it really special, I think on top of that was not only playing a lot of my songs, um, but that, um, you know, I was kind of just rehearsing cause we, I, we got a pretty short notice to do it. Cause obviously some of those things are pretty short notice to get, yeah. get, get folks lined up. So I only had a couple a couple days to get ramped up for it. But you know, my wife and I were practicing, like she was just playing the cajon in our living room. And I just kind of like, just to help out. And I was like, do you want to play too? And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah. I'm like, why not? And she was like, yeah. And so we kind of just, you know, winged it a little bit, but you know, her and I went up there and got to play this sold out crowd. That was just the vibes and the energy was amazing, but it was cool that I got to share that with her. I think made it that much more special. So it's going to be hard to top that. I mean, uh, but I'd say so far that was a, a big moment for me. Um, and that was just, yeah, that's a really, that was just like, just about, um, just about a year, last February. So about almost a year ago. Last February. Yeah. Wow. That is an amazing memory yeah. though. Wow. How awesome. Um, okay. So where, where are you scheduled to perform next? Like what's your next showcase or anything? Like um, that so, I mean, I got a couple of solo dates at live up coming up over the next, I've got like a, a blurb on, on my Insta with some of those, like the next one I think is coming up on Friday on the third. 
Um, we're actually doing a really cool, um, so where I'm at is Dixon County, which is about 40 minutes west of Nashville, but mm-hmm. I've got a, a really good group of, uh, writers and artist friends out here that I've been making. And so we're actually doing a, a whole like Dick, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sure you've been to some of those shows where you have like these different takeovers or like you have a certain group kind of do it the whole night. Oh, yeah, so we're yeah. doing a Dixon takeover over at Live Oak where it's all Dixon artists and writers. And so it's, it's, it's a, it's a good time. So that's on the 7th of February. Cool. And then, um, nice. what's, what's going nice. to be, it's going to be fun with that though, is that we're also doing a little different to where we're doing the first three hours of just a traditional Nashville songwriter round. But then the last hour we're all taking turns, um, doing just a favorite, you know, cover song, but full band. So that'll be, that'll, mm, that'll be yeah. cool. It'll, it'll, you know, put a little nightcap on for that, for that show. So, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's going to yeah. be a great time. And, um, yeah, so a couple things at Live Oak, a couple things at, um, there's a, there's a, a pub in uh, Bellevue. Uh, I'm going to be plant, plantation pub. I'm going to be playing there in a few weeks. And then, um, a couple spots in Franklin coming up, uh, throughout this spring. And then, trying to just even book a lot of uh i just did a private um like living room concert the other day just uh just me for solo and it was so fun it was a this awesome family and like they just did a it was a big birthday party for them and it turned into like them reproposing to his wife and just you know got her had to learn like you know on the spot like had like a few minutes to learn their wedding song which was like this Tracy Bird song that i'd maybe heard once in my life and so i was like <laughs> no pressure just let me to try to just learn this verse and course real quick because yeah. he got down and proposed again and everyone's crying i'm like oh, don't don't oh. screw this up and, but it <laughs> but it turned out good we had a great time and so i'm looking forward to you know start doing a lot more of those just because they're so chill and just you know it's easy to you know there's a lot of people that are starving for live music but they don't they can't always go downtown or get get sitters and things yeah. like that so i was like well mm-hmm. i got the stuff i don't i'll pack up and just i'll plop right in your living room your backyard your porch and let's go have a good time and so it's, yes. it's pretty good. You invite all your friends. It's a lot cheaper to, you know, buy, buy a case of Bush <laughs> lattes or, a, or, a, you know, a couple, some whiskey versus, you know, whatever they're charging the bars these days. So it's, mm-hmm. then you invite all your friends and family and you just have a, have a good, make some memories. So that's, it's awesome. a good time. Oh, it's wow. a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So you were just talking about Tracy Bird's song that you maybe heard once in your life. Is there a song right now or a song that's been like a favorite of yours for a long time tell me about your your musical taste oh man so i i, I really lately i've been really vibing with um some zach bryan and like some charles wesley godwin and um, a lot of a lot of those cats mm-hmm. um yes but there's also i mean some mm-hmm. of the local guys that, I don't, that one of the songs that i just that i absolutely love and i and i love playing it out is um larry fleet's where i find god um i, I play yeah. that all the time and i just it's one of those songs man i just wish i wrote that one but it just, oh it's just, gosh, it's yeah. such a good, and it's cool. Cause he's from the, he's from out here in Dixon. So it's cool to hear, you know, try to rep the the hometown guy. Um, awesome. but, uh, I don't, I, I've got that song on blast all the time, but I'm also, you know, I've been really, you know, I've had, um, you know, the mockingbird and the crow on repeat for a while and I, I've, you know, Hardy, right Hardy doesn't put out bad tracks. And so it's, it's cool nope. seeing those guys <laughs> journey. I mean, I, especially history. I mean, I remember, you know, catching him on, you know, alive when he still only had like, you know, five, 6,000 followers on Instagram. And we were just chatting mm-hmm. back and forth in the live because I was covering, um, uh, what was his song? Um, Rednecker. Like I used to play, I used to oh, play yeah? that one uh-huh. at shows and I just was chatting back and forth how much I love playing it. And we just, it's cool how, you know, you see some of those folks that just get that rocket ship and just take off, but being able to say, Hey, you know, I remember, I still remember chatting with you back in the day, you know, and just 
And it's just, it's cool to see those guys do so well and really get the recognition for their artistry that they're putting out and just the quality of stuff. Um, yeah, I'd probably say some of those songs I've been, I drive with both stylistically and just that have hit me in good ways. But, uh, you know, honestly, I think some of those, those other songs that hit me really hard are like, you know, some of the, like, you know, like the Randy Travis's, like three wooden crosses, I mean, or, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, a, a couple of those songs that just can't help, but, you know, tear me up just listening to them. And uh, just, and yeah. I think those are just, like I said, about why some of those live shows are so powerful. Cause you know, you don't know how a moment's going to hit you until it hits you. And, and the only way to do that is put yourself out there and be in those environments. So I think the more you can do that, I mean, you open yourself up for some really cool stuff. Yeah. It's amazing to watch country music, just like have a transformative and like experience on all the fans that, that get to experience it with you. Right. And that's a pretty cool feeling. 100%. Um, okay. So let me ask you this. If you were to go on tour with an artist right now, who would you love to go on tour with? Honestly, I mean, I'd probably throw like, like Zach Bryan in there just cause I, I really, mm-hmm. um, I love the kind of the grassroots stuff that he's doing. Um, yeah. and just, but, on, but on that same kind of vein, just a band that I've always loved that I always loved their vibe is I, I thought it'd be, I think it'd be a hell of a time to go on tour with Mumford and Sons. You just, oh my gosh, just cause yes. you know, for a lot of it's because <laughs> I, not only do I love their style and their songs, but I, I mm. love how, um, a lot of their shows just become like improv like jam sessions and just very organic and just, you know, and they've got horns, you know, harmonica and violin and banjo and just mm-hmm. trumpets and just every little, just so you're con- there's no way to predict where it's going to go. And I think that, um, that tension and that, that, um, anticipation just, it just, it just hits different. So I, I always thought, you know, they would be a cool, and I've heard, I've heard they're, they're good dudes. And I think that would be a, a blast to get some shows with those fellas, but, uh, yeah, yeah, be, How awesome. so, yeah I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I I've seen Mumford and Sons live. Mm-hmm. It's been, oh gosh, like six years ago now, but it was at a music festival in, uh, in London, Very cool. like at Hyde Park. Yes. And oh, wow. That was again, another transformative experience yeah. for sure. Like that. Wow. Um, can you name a time when there was a, a performance that you saw or performance that you get gave even that like really kind of, I don't know stuck with you as one of those like moments in, in music history in your head where you're just never gonna, never gonna replace it. Yeah. No, it, you know, it's actually interesting, you know, kind of going back to even Mumford of um, one of them, one of my favorite songs that I love playing and it's usually pretty rare. You hear it out, especially in bars and, and breweries and stuff like that was, but um, I love their style of how they, they played amazing grace. I remember seeing the oh, same, wow. their, their version. They did a very cool bluegrassy version at a, as a festival that I, I was able to just, you know, caught on YouTube. And I just, every time I played that, that version, I just, it always just gave me the goosebumps. And I, um, I started playing that as like a closing, like I used to play, you know, when we used to play the cover gigs, we always used to close with um, friends in low places. Okay. It's just mm-hmm. typical, but for a while now, like for the most part, like a lot of shows that if, you know, if time's alone, I close with that version of amazing grace and it's cool because it's probably one of my all-time favorite songs in general, but it's so relatable and it's so universally known by folks. And you'd be amazed at how many people, like you start, you know, you kind of start just the slow strum, just early, the first 
intro and then just like start jumping, jumping into like almost like a very up-tempo bluegrassy style and how everyone's just like, mm-hmm. is this really happening? And everyone starts feeling it. And next thing you know, everyone's clapping and singing. You got, you got people <laughs> just having a gospel session in the middle of this bar, just hands yes. raised and just people, you can just see that spirit running through them all. And I think just that the first time I did that and got that response, you know, you just go, okay, we're, you know, we're, do, we're on, we're doing something cool and something, something's moving here. And I think that that was more, one, of, one of the coolest things I did in that so wow. yeah, amazing grace in a bar. That's, that's, that was one of my moments. <laughs> Sometimes we need that though. Amen. Honestly, we really, really do need Amen. that. <laughs> yes. All right. So thank you so much for meeting with me today. Uh, again, if you're just now like tuning in, this is Michael Warren. Um, do you have any shout outs or anything that you want to promote before, uh, before we hop off today? Um, well, obviously you know, follow Coda, Coda country shoot. That's, that's awesome. And you just you're doing some awesome <laughs> stuff and it's, it's, uh, it's awesome that you're reaching out to the, the little guys in this game. Um, cause it's definitely, a, it's definitely <laughs> a, a scary world, but it's, you know, it's, it's an amazing ride, but, um, I don't, know, I just shout out to Steven, just the, the music scene and the, the, like the Nashville community is just, it's as a whole, it's like, it's terrifying, but at the same time, it's like, but they're all, they all want you to win. Um, and, um, yeah, just, you have a lot of people in your, it, really, you really yeah, do. It's like just, everyone, just everyone cheering you know, you it's, on. it's all about like, everyone wants to see the best song made by whoever's going to make that song because everyone's rooting for you. Cause everyone's wanting, because, you know, and I always thought that, um, the quote, um, you're always three minutes away from your life changing forever was it always stuck with me on just keep grinding. You know, it, it, it'll hit at some point. It might all be what you thought in your head, but it'll hit in some way or some another, or it's going to affect someone really well. So I just shout out this whole community and culture of that's promoting and just encouraging this kind of art has been a, an awesome thing and shout out to NSAI. They've been awesome. And just, I'm going to go pop over there in a little bit and you know, they're super open book and just, it's been cool just to kind of peek behind the curtain a little bit of seeing how this all works, because I think that's some of the scary things, just especially because it's such a different business from what I'm used to is just a lot, a lot of learning curve and a, you know, hitting the ground running. So there we go. Yeah. It seems like you're running in the right direction though. So I thank you again so much for, for, for getting on this podcast today. And um, yeah, until next time, this is Lee with Coda Country and you heard it here. Thanks Lee.